Okay. First of all, uh, good morning to everyone. Uh, to uh, for coming. Everyone has a sheet. Okay. I wanted to dis- discuss, of course, tonight the Mitzvah Shem will be uh, Hanukkah, uh, and I wanted to discuss the proper time for lighting uh, Neiros Hanukkah, and particularly the possibility of lighting uh, Neiros Hanukkah early. So the Gemara tells us on Masech the Shabbos and Chafal from the Beis that the time for the Mitzvah of Halakas Neiros Hanukkah is Mitzvasa Mishatishka Hachama Chetichle Regal Ashuk. It is from the time of Shkias Hachama until there is no more uh, traffic in the Shuk. And as we know, this is relevant for two things. Number one, uh, if you didn't light at Shkias Hachama, you can continue to light as long as low Kosla Regal Ashuk, as long as there's still people milling around. And that is the Shir Hadlaka, is the time which we should say is a half an hour, is the time uh, from Shkias Hachama until Tichle Regal Min Hashuk. <coughs> but what is Shkias Hachama? What time period is that? So the Rambam tells us in Paragdaud of Hilchis Chanukah that it refers to, at least this is the way it's understood by the Gura, it refers to Tchilas Shkia, which is when the sun sets uh, below the horizon. That is uh, the appropriate time to light Halakas Neiros Chanukah, and that's what he tells us over here. Eimalik Neiros Chanukah Kaidem Shetishka Achama El Im Shkiasa, as it's setting Lo Ma'achem V'Lo Ma'akdimin, and the Rambam tells us. If you did not light until after Kalsa Regelman Ashuk, that first half an hour from Shkias Hachama, uh, you did, you cannot you cannot light uh, any later than that. The Rambam writes Shachach Ahizav Lahizlik Im Shkias Hachama Maduk V'Halech Ad Shetichu Regelman Ashuk. You can continue to light uh, for that first half an hour until the tra- while there's still traffic in the Shuk. V'Kamu Zman Zeh Kachatzi Shor Yoiser. But Ovar Zman Zeh Eno Malik. Once this time a period uh, has elapsed, you can no longer Light Halakas Neiros Chanukah. So the Rambam tells us number one, Shkias Hachama refers to Tchilas Shkia, and the Rambam tells us that it refers to uh, that you only have that first half an hour. Once that first half an hour passes, uh, you cannot light. And presumably that's because the Rambam understood that the mitzvah Halakas Neiros Chanukah is to maximize uh, the publicity of it. And while there are people still in the shuk, you you have a Pirsume Nisa, and uh, the greatest Pirsume Nisa will be at Shkias Hachama, not later. Well, there's still people around, but once there's no longer people in the shuk, you don't have any persume nisa, so you cannot, uh, you cannot light halakas neiris Hanukkah. The Rashba, and uh, later the Tur, and the Shulchan Aruch, uh, disagree on these, both of these two points. The Shulchan Aruch tells us in Simon Tov Reish Ayin Beis, that uh, you cannot light ner Hanukkah kaidem shetishka hachama before shkia, ela im saif shkiyasa. At the time of Saif Shkia, Saif Shkia doesn't refer to the sun setting below the horizon, it refers to Tseisa Kachovim. Uh, the three stars appearing, what we would call, you know, Matzei Shabbos, whatever, during the week, we consider it a different Zaman, but Tseisa Kachovim is the appropriate time uh, to light Halakas Neres Hanukkah, so in that sense it differs from the Rambam, who says it's Tchilo Shkia. And the Shulchan Aruch disagrees that uh, if you miss that time, if you look at the last line after the Ramah, Umiyu Hani Mili Lechachilo. If this time has elapsed and you did not light, the Rajba's opinion is you can continue to light the rest of the night. Presumably it's because the Rajba feels, yes, Pesume uh, Nisa is an uh, additional priority, but that doesn't define the mitzvah necessarily. And therefore, even if there's uh, no one around, there's no uh, traffic in the shuk, or even if one is uh, alone in his house, he can, uh, he can light Halakas Neiros Hanukkah, uh, with a bracha, because the, the mitzvah became a, a mitzvah of lighting in the Pursume Nisa, something that's uh, additional and ancillary. 
So the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch differs with the Ramam on these two points. The Ramam's opinion is you're supposed to light at Shkia when the sun sets, and you only have that first half an hour. After that, uh, it's over. The opportunity to light is over. And the Shulchan Aruch disagrees. He says the appropriate time to light is Tzesek HaKhovim, and uh, if you miss that first half an hour, you can, you can continue to light uh, for the rest of the night. So the Shulchan Aruch paskins on these two points, not like the Rambam. He holds really the ideal time to light a shkiyosach is tzitzik hachavim, and you have passed that first half an hour. However, because according to the Rambam, it's shkia, and if you admit it's the shkiyosachama, and you only have the first half an hour, and after that you can no longer light. There were many uh, gedolim throughout the generations who were chayshish uh, for the opinion of the Rambam. They didn't want to not be in fulfillment of the mitzvah near Hanukkah, according to the Rambam. So the uh, and the Gra felt that Meikra didn't we should pass in like the Rambam. So in order to be chayshish with the opinion of the Rambam, the opinion of the Gra, many uh, tzaddikim throughout the generations it lit a little bit before Tzedek Kachavim in order to chaperain a little bit for the Rambam. Baron Cutler used to lie twenty five minutes after the Shkia Sachama, at least you get five minutes according to the Rambam, and Ramos used to lie ten minutes after the Shkia Sachama. You get uh, you know t- the last twenty minutes you have according to the Rambam, but Meikra didn't. We paskin, like it says in Shulchan Aruch, that the appropriate time to light is Tzitzit Kachavim, <coughs> so your candle should burn for half an hour after Tzitzit Kachavim. And Me'ikara, uh, then we, we paskin, that if you didn't light in that first half an hour, you can continue to light throughout the rest of the night. There are many who argue that nowadays for the Rambam, there's no reason to, even for the Rambam, there's no reason to light uh, within that first half an hour after the Shkia Sachama, because there's two considerations which should... Uh, mitigate uh, that concern, because even according to the Rambam nowadays, one can continue to light perhaps uh, much later into the night. And that's for two reasons. The first is, because the Ramah tells us over here on the third line, that yesh oimim shebizman hazeh, that was only when they lit outside. But bizman hazeh shemalikim bifnim, that we light inside, ain sarach lizar, because the Gemara tells us at the time of Sakana, you can light inside, religious persecution, they couldn't light outside, and for whatever reason, we continue to do that uh, nowadays, even though we enjoy the liberty of lighting outside, we continue to light inside. So nowadays that we continue to light inside, the main persumenisa is for the B'nai Habayas, so ain't sarah, not for those outside, ain't sarah lizar lahadah kadim shetich l'regum and ashrik, you don't have to be careful to light in that first half an hour, mikomokom toiv lizar gam bezmanazeh. Okay, so it's a nice thing to be machmir nowadays to light even a little bit early, but me'ikra din, not only for the Shulchan Aruch, but even for the Rambam, arguably, you can continue to light past the first uh, half an hour, and certainly to begin to light at Tzitzit Kachovim, which is uh, not not that much later in Shkia would certainly be uh, acceptable, uh, perhaps, even according to the Rambam. Another reason to assume that even according to the Rambam, you could light uh, later, is because of the argument of the Ritva. The Ritva writes over here on Ois Dalin that Tichle Regom in Ashuk, even though the Ramam told us that's the first half an hour after Shkia Sachama when the sun sets, the Ritva says that really depends on wherever you are and on uh, the situation in, uh, in the place that you live. It depends on what the Minig HaMokom is. As long as those stores that sell oil are open, and there are people uh, milling around on the streets, that would not be called the kol seregom and ashuk, and you can continue to light. And the Rambam seems to accept that. There's a brisker diak over here on the second line of the Rambam, it's quoted in the name brisker rov, that the Rambam writes, v'kama huzman zeh, right in the middle of the line, how much is tichle regom and ashuk, chatzisha or yeser? He doesn't mean approximately half an hour, 
What he means is, you know, more or less. What he means is a half an hour or more. If the, uh, if the reality or the situation of where you live is that people are on the streets longer than that, then you could lie not only for the first half an hour, but, oh yes, or you could even light later. Okay, so the opinion of the Rambam was the appropriate time to light is Shkiyas HaChama, when the sun sets, and uh, the initial reading of the Rambam was you only have that first half an hour. That's the way the Grub Paskin, all the Tzadikim Mechayshish. But Me'ikar Adin, we Paskin, that it's at Tzaysa Kachavim. You can't look to burn half an hour from Tzaysa Kachavim. And if you didn't light right away, you could continue to light the rest of the night. And even for the Rambam, it's arguable that uh, you don't have to light in the first half an hour anymore because we're the main Hadlaka uh, that we light is for the Bnei Habayas. And uh, even, even if that wouldn't be the case, the, uh, there are people on the streets in our locations much, much later. So even for the Rambam, you don't have to light uh, necessarily the first half an hour. You could light, uh, you could light uh, later into the night. Because of that, you don't have to light the first half an hour. So the Pashup shot is that uh, many Paiskim argue that it should be no different than any other mitzvah halayla with regards to eating before lighting halakas neres Hanukkah. Just like most of us, I mean, I, I don't want to speak for everyone here, would probably eat supper before davening marif. Some who are chayshish not to do that. But if you eat supper before davening marif, which is uh, you're sitting down to a meal before uh, once the time for a mitzvah has arrived, and how are you able to do that? The Gemara says you're not supposed to do that. You're not allowed. The Mishnah says the Gemara says it by Mariv. So how you, how do we do that then? Because we rely on a shomer, or we rely on a minion kavua, or we don't think about it. But <laughs> but either way, um, if we rely on those coolers when it comes to Mariv and Kriyashma, which is deraisa, <laughs> certainly we should be able to rely on those coolers when it comes to Neiris Hanukkah. And I would argue Neiris Hanukkah is uh, better because there's a built-in. If you're married, there's a built-in shomer which is that your wife also is chayiv and halak is Neiris Hanukkah. You don't even have to ask her, please remind me to light Neiris Hanukkah because she is obligated independently to light Neiris Hanukkah. She's going to be yaitza with you. So even if you didn't ask her, she's going to remind you to light because she needs to light and you'll remind her, you know, if she can eat before as well because you'll remind her to light even if she doesn't remember. So I think that if you, if, if someone not, uh, not makele to eat supper before Marv, but if you're makele to eat supper before Marv, I think that the same cooler should apply here, uh, that uh, a person can uh, sit down to, let's say, a Hanukkah party and having in mind that he's going to lie later as long as his wife uh, is also obligated and she'll, she will remind him. That's in terms of the proper time to light, and if you can, uh, light later. What about lighting early? Is that a possibility? So the Rambam, sometimes that's more convenient. Let's say you won't get back, you're leaving on a trip, or you won't get back till much, much later. There won't be people around. Maybe it's preferable preferable to light early over lighting late. What's the story with lighting early? So the Rambam told us again, go back to Oiz Bey's, You cannot light earlier. And even though the Shulchan Aruch, as we mentioned, doesn't quote either opinion of the Rambam with the, regards to the other issue, of uh, lighting a tchila shkia, and you can only have the first half an hour. Here, the Shulchan Aruch does quote the uh, the opinion of the Rambam: "Ein malik in erchanika koydim shetishka hachama." However, that's the opinion of the Rambam, and one opinion in Shulchan Aruch. But the Rashba disagrees. If you go down to Oisei, the Rashba writes: "Mistabra de lovely kuvahu loyma de koydim the lovely kuvahu." It's not ma'akev that you light after shkia hachama. Or after Tzayzik Hachavim, the Kaidim Lachenim Ratzalah Hadlik Eino Malik, and if you want to light early, you can. You cannot. The Havada Ilu Ratzalah Hadlik Malik. You want to light later, you can light later. Samach Lishkiyas Hachama. I'm sorry. Even if you want to light earlier, you can light earlier. 
As long as it's close to Shkia Sachamad, you can pursue Menisa. People will notice your candles as long as it's dusk. You got it at 12 o'clock, no one's going to notice your candle. But if you light close to the night, people will notice them. Uh, so the Rajma disagrees and he holds um, that you can, you can in fact light early. And he brings a riot to that from the fact that we light Neiris Hanukkah on every era of Shabbos. We light Neiris Hanukkah before Shkia Sachamah. So says the Rashbav, we do that every era of Shabbos. Um, why can't we do that then on, uh, on a regular day? If uh, you have uh, some sort of a reason to want to do that, you can light uh, Neiris Hanukkah also before Shkia Sachamah. It should be no different than every era of Shabbos that we light Neiris Hanukkah, that we light Neiris Hanukkah early. So there seems to be a machlekes here between the Ramam and the Rashbah when the Gemara told us that what is the appropriate time to light Neiris Hanukkah, mitzvah sa does that mean that the candles have to be burning during that period of time? They don't actually have to be lit then? Or no, what it means is the candles are supposed to be lit during that period of time. The Rajba argues what it means, is that the candles should be burning then. That doesn't mean you have to light them then. You could light them earlier. And the Ramam argues, no, the candles must be lit then. You can't light them before Shkia's Hacham, it's too early. You have to light them when The Rajma just argues, no, the candles have to be burning then. They don't necessarily have to be lit then. And the Rajma seems to be arguing that the mitzvah of Halakas Neiris Hanukkah is not so much to light the candles, but to make sure that the candles are burning at the appropriate time. And there might be, a, Sternbach argues in his Maidim Muzmanim that the Rajma's argument has a lot of uh, validity to it, because in the base Hamikdash itself, which the presumably Halakas Neiris Hanukkah is patterned after the Beis HaMikdosh, and the Beis HaMikdosh itself, the mitzvah of uh, lighting the menorah was not lighting it per se, it was that the menorah should be lit. How do we know? Because the Gemara tells us in Yuma and Davchofei HaMid Beis that Halakas Lav Avoidehi, even though the mitzvah of Halakas HaMenorah and Parashas Baalaisha was given to Aaron HaKoyen, Lederais, Halakas HaMenorah could be performed by Azar. Even a non-Koyen could perform Halakas HaMenorah. How could it be a non-coin could perform Halakas HaMenorah? So the Rajba might argue, because Halakas HaMenorah, the mitzvah is not to necessarily to light it. The mitzvah of Halakas HaMenorah is to make sure that it's burning, so it doesn't matter who lit it. It could be anybody lights, even a Zion lights it. So so too the Rajba might argue that the mitzvah of Halakas Hanukkah, just like in the base HaMikdosh, the mitzvah of Halakas Hanukkah was not so much to light it. A Zion could light the Menorah, and a non-coin. So obviously the mitzvah is not that it be the, the, to, to the act of lighting the menorah, it's that the menorah should be, should be burning. So therefore the Rajbah argues when the Gemara says, a shir, doesn't mean that's when you're supposed to light it, it means it is supposed to be lit during that period of time. But perhaps you can light it before, just like in the base HaMikdosh, Halakha was a uh, Kshayra Bazaar. The bracha does, you make a bracha according to the Rajbah earlier? That's the action. So a lot of times the bracha corresponds to the... Yeah, not necessarily the kiyum ha mitzvah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We also like before, but Ne'er Shabbos might be different because Ne'er Shabbos is a mitzvah of covered Shabbos. It's to prepare for Shabbos. Not only that it be lit on Shabbos, there's a unique mitzvah of covered Shabbos to prepare for Shabbos in advance of Shabbos. It's a separate mitzvah. Besides, Einik Shabbos is to enjoy Shabbos with candle. But covered Shabbos is to prepare for Shabbos. That's a separate mitzvah. Yeah, you saw what time, what time the Hadlaka was in the base of Mikdash? Aaron could have come in at noon every day. No, it was only at night. That Hadlaka in the base of Mikdash was at night. 
But what he's saying is, even in the base Hamikdash, the mitzvah wasn't to light it. The mitzvah was that it should be lit during that time. So he's saying, Vahoraya is you don't need a coin to do it. So he says, so over here too. The Rama might argue that the mitzvah of halakas, which is a topic perhaps deserves its own treatment, that the halakas hamenayra that we light on Hanukkah is not patterned after the halakas hamenayra in the base Hamikdash. And the Raya is because the Ramam tells us, one minute, how could it be halakas kshera bazar? That a zar could light the menorah. How did the, where was the menorah situated in the base of Mikdash? It was in the it was in the Azara. The zar cannot enter into the chutz of the base of Mikdash. So how did a zar ever come to light the menorah? The Gemara says uh, It was in the heichal, but a zar cannot enter into there. So how is a zar ever able to light the menorah? So the Ramam says it's not a problem. You know how it would be able to light? Take the menorah outside, let him light it outside, then bring it back inside into the heichal. But one minute, can you do that on Hanukkah? No, we paskin that on Hanukkah, the Gemara has a discussion about this, we paskin that hadlaka isa mitzvah, not hadlaka isa mitzvah, where you light, you have to light the menorah in a place that you can't fulfill the mitzvah, you can't light the menorah in the days that they lit outside, you cannot light the menorah inside and then bring it outside, and put it down, hadlaka isa mitzvah, we paskin, hadlaka isa mitzvah, you have to light the menorah in the, under circumstances, in a location, that you can fulfill the mitzvah at the time that you lit it. You can't add oil later. It has to be able at the time of Hadlaq to fulfill the mitzvah. It's contrary to the Rosh, No, no, no. So that, ah, but how, you can't, but in the, in the base of Mikdash itself, they didn't light in that fashion. The Ramam says you could bring the menorah outside and then bring it back there. Have a Zah light it, then bring it back inside. So it says the Ramam must be that Hadlaq's HaMenorah that we light on Hanukkah, where we pass in Hadlaqa is a mitzvah, and the base Hamikdash was Hanukkah is a mitzvah. They lit it outside, then they brought it inside. So it must be that Hadlaq's HaMenorah of Hanukkah is not patterned after Hadlaq's HaMenorah of the base Hamikdash, which is a separate issue. For example, that's why some argue that lighting oil is better over candles. Is it patterned? How close is it patterned after Hadlaq's HaMenorah in the base Hamikdash? In the base Hamikdash, of course, they only lit oil. So if it's patterned closely after the base Hamikdash, you should have to light oil as opposed to wax. If it's not patterned after, huh? The whole union of my Hanukkah comes from the. the que- that's true, but the question is: Is lighting our lighting of the menorah? Is that how closely does that have to uh, correspond to the standards that were 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 adhered to in the base Hamikdash? No, but for example, another question. Oh, okay, that's true, but that's true. But how did they formulate the mitzvah? Or do you have to light in a, in a menorah? Can I just put a yardside candle on the window? But you had to have a menorah like that. Does it have to be in a, in a menorah? So the Avdeinezer says it depends. If it's patterned closely after the base Hamidrash, it has to be in a menorah. If it's not patterned closely after the base Hamidrash, then it doesn't necessarily have to be in a menorah. I could put, you know, little tea lights on the, on the window, so it'll be like that. If, if it could light for five, six hours. Yeah. Eight hours. Right. And the mitzvah is just that it's lit during the time. Period. Yeah. So why does, why does the Rajam say, in other words, he means to say not at two in the afternoon. But if a light from two in the afternoon until two in the morning... Right. And the mitzvah is only that's during Pesumen Yisra, people can see it. Right. What's wrong with lighting two in the afternoon? Because uh, can- the Gemara says in Mesechus Pesachim, Shraga Batira Mayahani, you have a candle, you can't do Badika's Chametz during the day because you have to do Badika's Chametz with a candle, and a candle during the day means nothing. A candle in a bonfire is useless. The mitzvah is only, it will be lit at the time that there is the mitzvah Pesumen Yeah, but it's not, it's not called a candle when you lit it, it's a garnished. It's a garnish. It's not even a light. If it's at least illuminating somewhat, it's a light, and will be lit at the appropriate time. Let's say for, uh, for 
Yeah. 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 Uh, we'll get to in this. We'll get to in a minute. Okay, so the Rajba holds some but probably uh, we'll see plaga mincha. So the Rajba, the Ramam's opinion is you cannot light. Uh, you cannot light early. The mitzvah of halakas neiros chanukah is not patterned after the base hamikdash. The mitzvah is actually lighting the menorah, not that it just it should be burning. And the Rajwa's opinion is no, that the uh, halakha itself is not the mitzvah, it's just uh, like the Beis HaMikdash itself, it was uh, Ksher bizarre. It could be lit it before, as long as it's uh, recognizable at the time that it's lit, as long, it just has to be burning during this period of time. But one minute, but the Rajba had a riot to Hashita. The riot to his position was Arab Shabbos, we do this every Arab Shabbos of Hanukkah, we light early. So why can't you do that during any of the other days of Hanukkah? That's the Rai of the Rajba. So the Me'iri <coughs> already was aware of this uh, problem for the Rambam, and he writes, no, there's no Rai from Erev Shabbos. Why? Because Erev Shabbos, there's no other way to negotiate the situation. How else are you going to light Neiris Hanukkah if you're not going to light before the Shkia? So Erev Shabbos is, uh, seems to be anomaly, seems to be uh, different. And in fact, the Shulchan Aruch tells us that uh, on Erev Shabbos, you, you can fulfill the mitzvah even before Shkia Sachama. The Shulchan Aruch tells us over here at Simon Tafresh and Gimel Siv Beis, as we know, if Neris Hanukkah burn out, you don't have to relight them. It's a discussion in the Gemara, but we pass in Kavsa Enozakakla. If they blow out by accident, there's no mitzvah uh, to relight them. What if you lit Erev Shabbos before the Shkia Sachama and it blows out before Shabbos? Do you have to relight them? Well, if you're not in fulfillment of the mitzvah yet, you should have to relight them, even though if they blow out once you started the mitzvah, you don't have to relight them. Here, you didn't even start the mitzvah yet. It's before the shkia. Nonetheless, the Shulchan Aruch tells us, is a mitzvah, but if kavsa be'erev Shabbos, at the end of the line, kaidem kabola Shabbos, shadayin hu it's still light outside, erev Shabbos, once you lit it, it sounds like you're already in fulfillment of the mitzvah before the shkia, because there's simply no other way uh, to negotiate the situation. So Erev Shabbos, uh, the Rambam might argue, is entirely different because you have no other option. Then you can light before Shkia, but that doesn't necessarily indicate, or we can't derive, that during the week, if I would like to light early, you can light early. Maybe not. Maybe it's only on Erev Shabbos. But there seems to be a machlekes achreinim, which is nogea lemaisa, to our shaila. How to understand this halacha, or this situation of Erev Shabbos. Why can we light early? Why is one in fulfillment of the mitzvah of Allah's Neiris Hanukkah before Shkia on Erev Shabbos? Why is that so? What's the argument uh, to allow? So we know there's no other way of negotiating the situation, but at the same time, what's the lumdas behind it? It seems to be a machlekes achreinim. One possible way of understanding it is the way that Chumas Hadeshan presents it. Chumas Hadeshan makes the argument that whenever you have uh, a part of a mitzvah, which itself would not normally be considered the mitzvah itself, for example, you're lighting the menorah early. The Rajba said, really, it has to burn. That's really when the, the mitzvah of Ner Hanukkah is. So you're lighting early at this point. <coughs> However, perhaps under certain circumstances where there's no other way of fulfilling the mitzvah, so then perhaps parts or actions that are associated with the mitzvah, which would not normally be considered a kiyum mitzvah they would not normally be considered the formal part of the mitzvah, when there's no other way of doing it, they take on the status of the mitzvah itself. Sounds complicated, but I'll give you an example. For example, the Gemara tells us in Mesech is Bob Metziah. What about the situation in the context of Hashavah Saveda? You have a kayin, and he sees a lost object in a Beis HaKvaris. 
So is he supposed to go in to retrieve the lost object to return it? The Gemara says in Bob Metzian Daflamid, he's not supposed to go in to retrieve the lost object. So ask the Gemara, why not? Why don't we say the assay of Hashava Saveda, Hashav Teshivim, should push aside the Lois assay of Lo Yitame Baal of Thomas Kayanim? That's Gemara's question. Raises the possibility. Assay Doicha Lois Essay. And the Gemara rejects it for numerous reasons. So the Rishonim ask on that Gemara, how could you even suggest Assay Doicha Lois Essay in this uh, situation? Assay Doicha Lois Essay only applies if the two come at the same time. If I have tzitzis and shatnis in the same garment, as I put it on, I'm a violation of shatnis, I'm a fulfillment of tzitzis, tzitzis can push aside shatnis. But you can't fulfill a mitzvah in the morning and then push aside a lois essay at the, in the evening and say, I say, doich lois essay. They have, one has nothing to do with one another. They have to come, what the Rishonim call be'idna, at the exact same time. So here, they don't come at the same time. A guy, Kayin, is going to walk into the Leisak forest. When is he in violation of the of Tumas Kayhanim? The minute that he walks in, when is he in fulfillment of the midst of Ashava Saveda? Maybe when he picks it up, maybe when he returns it. We could debate that issue. Certainly not the minute that he walks in. So how could the Gemara even suggest, fathom, I say, in this situation? So we try to explain that it's because the Nemuka Yosef quotes in the name of the Ran, since there's no other way to fulfill the midst of Ashava Saveda other than by walking in, that itself, and so walking into the Beisach forest would not normally be called Hashava Saveda. It's not until you return the item, since there's no other way of going about it. That takes on the status of the mitzvah itself. It's already as if you're in fulfillment of Hashava Saveda, and we could already apply the principle of Asei Doichelay Sesei. Or another example, the Gemara has in Masech Tzvachim is with regard to the carbon Pesach. It's a mitzvah to eat carbon Pesach. All the basar of the carbon Pesach. What about the marrow inside of the bones? The mitzvah to eat the marrow, is that also the basar of the carbon Pesach? So the Gemara assumes yes. But the problem is, you can't get to it. Why? There's a mitzvah, you're not supposed to break the bones of the carbon Pesach. So I asked the Frechtik Marakasha, why don't you say, assay of carbon Pesach should be daicha the lois assay of etzim leisij berubay? So there's a reason why we don't say that. But the Gemara brought up that question. So the Piskei Atoysis on Zvachim asks, how could you ask the question? When do you violate the prohibition of You break the bone. When do you fulfill the mitzvah of eating the carbon Pesach? When you eat the marrow. That's later. They don't come at the exact same moment in time. First you break the bone, then you eat the marrow. That's not be'idna. It's not at the same time. How can you say, I say, The assay of carbon Pesach push aside the lois of Esam leisij berubay. So the Piskei says, You can't do it any other way. Breaking the bone takes on the status of Achilles carbon Pesach. <coughs> takes on the status of the mitzvah itself. So so too argues the Chumas Hadeshan on Erev Shabbos, you cannot fulfill the mitzvah any other way. So then, even though you normally cannot light an Erev Shabbos before, uh, before the Shkia Sachama, you normally cannot light early, here, since you have no other option, that itself becomes part of the mitzvah, and even if it will later blow out, before the shkia, you're ready for fulfillment of the mitzvah now, because there's no other way simply of going about it. Then it might stand to reason, what if I have a unique situation, I'm going to a wedding. There's no other way of me lighting. I'm going on a business trip, I simply won't be home later on in the evening. I'm not going to be here. Can I light before the shkia? Well, I have no other way of fulfilling the mitzvah. There is no other way. So maybe even the, it's arguable that everyone might agree then under that situation should be no different than Erev Shabbos, meaning how does the Rambam, the Rajbah said whenever you want to light early, light early. Okay, well, the Rajbah is on the record. 
as long as it's nikar, when you lit it, you can light early. The Rambam says, no, it's only Erev Shabbos. Why is Erev Shabbos different? If Erev Shabbos is different because there's no other way of doing it, so if I have a situation where there's no other way of doing it, I'm about to leave for the evening, I won't be back, and I'm leaving before the Shkia, maybe the Rambam would say that's the same as Erev Shabbos, and you can light early. Even for the Rambam, because the Pshad on Erev Shabbos is, since I have no other way of doing it, I can fulfill the mitzvah now. That's a universal, it affects everybody. Erev Shabbos wouldn't be the same as... It's going to a wedding. As an individual person has a problem. Why not? Because the Chacham was saying, when do we care about you? And not everybody is a Kayin. Not everybody sees the Aved and the Beisach forest. But if I have no other way of doing it, so that becomes a mitzvah itself. So, so my situation, if I have no other way of negotiating the situation, then this EF should be in Acher, even though it's unique to me, it's a Kayin, a Beisach forest that doesn't apply against Kalal Yisrael. The EF doesn't change that. So it just extends to the Hech becomes like part of the Yes. So why can't it here? You can just go into the base first and not pick up the, the, the correct. So it all does the same. The preparation for the mitzvah it has a status mitzvah can be but you still have to do the maybe it takes on the mitzvah itself and the kaf sein is That's the true mitzvah. That's how we pass it. Break the bone and not suck the marrows and then you're doing nothing. No, but so this the becomes the mitzvah itself. But uh, you still have to complete the that's a mitzvah, which is the, the later part. Yeah, but so you're disagreeing with the Shulchan Aruch. You're saying kafsa is zakukla. No, <laughs> we pass it kafsa ain't a zakukla. Even Arab Shabbos, because that's the mitzvah itself. Because since there's no other way of doing it, if that's the argument, I, I hear I hear your point. But if that's the, it's a good point. But if that's the argument, then why is Arab Shabbos different? Because there's no other way of doing it. Maybe then, even according to the Rambam, every time I have no other way of doing it, it should be the same. As Arab Shabbos. So that's why Arab Shabbos, we take, we take the precaution to have candles that will dafka burn at least. Well, yeah. we'll get to your point. In a minute. One second. Literally one second. Okay, so that could be the Rama might argue with the guy with the wedding is the same as Arab Shabbos if he doesn't have another way of doing it. However, there's another pshat. There's another lumdus over here. Perhaps we could understand Arab Shabbos differently, which is, I think is what Ali was hinting to. If you look at the Birke Yosef, he understands Arab Shabbos differently than Trumas Hadeshen. He says, no, Chazal, when they were massacring the mitzvah of Neiris Hanukkah, they knew it's eight days, one day is for sure going to be Erev Shabbos. So says the Birke Yosef, they were massacring Erev Shabbos, a different Zman than the rest of the days of Hanukkah. There's a different standard on Erev Shabbos. It's not because I can't do it any other way, and uh, therefore it takes on the status of the mitzvah, and maybe then I could even apply it during the week of the guy in a pinch uh, with a wedding. No, this is a halacha that's unique to Erev Shabbos, because Chazal were mesakin, they implanted within the mitzvah a different zman for Erev Shabbos. So that's why the Achreinim argue how to understand this sif in Shulchan Aruch. Go back to uh, Ois Gimel. Shulchan Aruch says, Ein malik in im You have to light at and you cannot light before. You cannot, we said earlier, later, later you can light. That's what he quotes at the end. So only the But he says earlier you cannot light. Then he quotes Yesh Misha Oimer, Sheim who Torud. He's busy. He has no meaning. He has no choice. You can light from Plaga Mincha and on. As long as you put in enough oil. Now, one minute. Who is this according to? So, according to the Rajba, the Rajba said you could always light early from the pla- anytime after the Plaga Mincha. You can't light at 9 o'clock in the morning. It does not nikar as a candle. But you can light anytime once it already becomes the dusk, you know, Plaga Mincha. You can already light Neiris Hanukkah. But is this even according to the Rambam? Even according to the first opinion in Shochan Aruch? Meaning, does this mean to add to the first opinion? Imhutarud, you can light early? 
or is this a disagreement? Would the Rambam accept this? So the Nafkamina will be, can you make a bracha? Let's say you're in a pinch. Shulchan says, You can lie from Plaga Mincha. Can you make a bracha then? So that's a uh, Birka Yosef goes back and forth about this. He says, Well, if the Pshad is like the Chumas Hadesh and I'm in a pinch, like Erev Shabbos, I'm in a pinch, I can light early because there's no other way. It takes on the status of the mitzvah itself. So a guy who has a wedding also, one could argue. Even the Raman would accept it's the same as Erev Shabbos, and perhaps you can make a bracha. And then the Birka Yosef goes back and he suggests this far that we just read. No, no, maybe it's halacha specifically with regards to Erev Shabbos, but the Raman would not extend that to the guy who has a wedding. In which case, this Siv and Shulchan Aruch would only be like the Rashba, who holds, you can always light early. Whenever you want, you can light early. But the Rambam would not accept it. So that's Machlekes Achreinim, do you make a bracha if you light early? The Mishnah Brewer Paskins that you do. He assumes that the Pshad is in Erev Shabbos, not because there's a unique time. Chazal instituted a different time for Erev Shabbos. Erev Shabbos is because you're stuck. And whenever you're stuck, the, the Heksher Mitzvah, the preparation, takes on the status of the Mitzvah itself. And therefore, if you have a wedding, you can light early, even according to the Rambam, and make a bracha. Some Achreinim uh, disagree. So that's why, if one has uh, this dilemma, he's not going to be there from Shkia Sachamash to Let's say he has a wedding. And uh, he can either light before the wedding, or he can light much later in the night after the wedding. So if he's not going to be back later, he's going to be in a business trip, he has no choice. He'll have to light after the Plaga Mincha. But if he's going to, or have his wife, she's going to be home, she can wait later. But let's say he has the option, either early or later, which is better? So Vosna argues in the Shevet Alevi, later is better. Later, it's arguable, even the Rambam would accept it. Number one, we light inside nowadays, the main pursuit for B'nai Abayas. Number two, as long as there's still people around on the street, you know, Kul Seregum and Ashuk depends on the place and time, perhaps even according to the Rambam. Whereas, and the Shulchan Aruch doesn't even quote the opinion of the Rambam about lighting late. The Shulchan Aruch Paskins, you can light late. It's not a bit of you can light late. That's a quote in the Shulchan Aruch. This uh, Shaila about lighting early from the Plaga Mincha, that already, we know the Rashba, and that's the opinion that's quoted in the Shulchan Aruch. The question is, would the Rambam accept that too? Would the Rambam say, Erev Shabbos is because you're in a pinch, so so to any day that I'm in a pinch I can light early? Or maybe Erev Shabbos is different because Chazal or Masak in a different Zman. So Mishra Brewer passes, you can make a bracha early, which means even the Rambam would probably accept it. So I think either way, one doesn't go, uh, you know, are acceptable, but perhaps it's preferable. I recommend people to light later rather than lighting earlier. But if uh, lighting earlier is more convenient, one can make a good argument that it's the same as lighting later, and even the Rambam would allow one uh, to light earlier. There's a wedding in the community. I've heard about it, yeah. I've heard they're providing... I'm going to be there. So that they're providing uh, a good neighbors at the wedding. That's not nice, right? According, in my opinion, no. Others might disagree. But I would not light at the wedding. In my opinion, it's totally, uh, absolutely nothing. Not because it's not your, it's not your Garnished. Well, it's nothing, right? Garnished guitar. Would you eat them when you eat at the wedding? So we talked about eating before. There's a, there's a, cool, a good cool. Or maybe it's better to... Uh, so when are you going to light? Uh, <laughs> wedding start on time? I've never heard of a wedding that starts on time. So it's when the wedding start on time. That's the wrong question for you. Am I getting Siddhi Kedusha? <laughs> See? They give me Siddhi Kedusha. I don't have the time. Yeah. Right. By Tish. How do you right. do it? It's not uh, how they light it. Uh, with a bracha? I don't know. Like, like, like I got married today. I got married today. I got married today. Let's get to two more things, though. <laughs> this Shiloh about how to understand Erev Shabbos. Is Erev Shabbos because there's no other way of doing it? Or is Erev Shabbos because there's a unique Zman that's unique for Erev Shabbos? 
has an interesting ramification. Perhaps has an interesting, uh, perhaps has an interesting ramification. And that is, on Arab Shabbos, how much time does it have to burn? Only half an hour? Or does it have to burn a half an hour after Tzitzit Kachavim? We know our minig is, how long do we have the candles burn Arab Shabbos? Half an hour after Tzitzit Kachavim. That's the minig. The Prima Gaudim says, no, a half an hour after you light. Look at Prima Gaudim, Ois Tezvav, Behine Be'erev Shabbos, Lulonosan Rakshir, Chatsi Shah, Mitzumtzum, Lo Yadlik Bekula, Chatsi Shah, Yeshlomidi Yotza. Because really, he understood Erev Shabbos is a unique time. Chazal and changed the, the rules when it comes to Erev Shabbos. So when, it, yes, normally it has to burn a half an hour during the week. It has to burn a half an hour after Kulsa Regalman, you know, after the Tzitzit Perhaps Erev Shabbos, though, it's not because it, there's no other way of doing it, but the rules are basically the same. No, perhaps Erev Shabbos, uh, the, rules are, the rules are different, that they uh, made it earlier because they knew when they instituted Hanukkah that there'd be a day you'd have to light early. This, I believe, is also the basis for Machlekes Achreinim, which people know about, about uh, next Erev Shabbos. Well, let me just finish, and we're almost done. About next, one minute. About Erev Shabbos and Davini Mincha. The Shulchan Aruch says, when are we supposed to light Erev Shabbos? Uh, Erev Shabbos, Malikin, Ner Chanukah, Ner Shabbos, you light before Neres uh, Shabbos. You make the bracha. You're allowed to light while it's still day. Ner Hanukkah. What do you do about davening Mincha? Mincha should be before Ner Hanukkah, or can you daven Mincha like every year of Shabbos? So the Sharei Tshuva quotes from the Marash Abu Hab, which is the Sephardish Shagodol, that you should daven Mincha before Neres Hanukkah. Why? So he says, well, ne- two reasons, which are really one. He says, Neres Hanukkah in the Beis HaMikdosh was after the Tamit Shalbein Arabayim, the second carbon, which was brought at the end of the day, which is Mincha is patterned after. So he says, Mincha was always before Avaksa Menorah in the Beis Hamikdash. So so too, our Mincha should be after Avaksa uh, Menorah should be after Mincha. And then he says that the Sharatzian quotes the last thing Oisid Ches, because if you're going to light early, I'm sorry, if you're going to daven Mincha after the Menorah, first you're going to light Menorah, then daven Mincha, it'll be like a Tarti de Sasri. That's the second to the last line of a Halchin Yirik Saske Tarti de Sasri, like a. an inconsistency. Once you're lighting, while it's still day, you're obviously considering it to be night. If it's night, how can you daven mincha afterwards? Well, we're going to light near Shabbos afterwards, then we're going to drive to shul, whatever, okay. But how can you daven mincha afterwards? Meaning, I think what he's arguing is that if the time of Halakas uh, was Hanukkah, they adjusted for Shabbos, they knew when they instituted Hanukkah, there's no other way, of, you know, one of the days is going to be, uh, I'm sorry, one of the days is going to be Arab Shabbos, so they adjusted the times for Arab Shabbos, so that means that they, uh, they made Halakas HaMenorah a little bit early before Shkia HaChamas. You wouldn't have to violate Shabbos in order to light the Menorah. Then it, it stands to argue they adjusted everything. And they adjusted Mincha too. And Mincha should be before uh, Halakas HaMenorah. But if the reason we light, and therefore there's a good reason to daven Mincha early. But the Minik HaOlam is not to daven Mincha early. Even the Mishnah Brewer didn't daven Mincha early. He, in the, he you know, drops the ball in a few places. He tips his hand. The Mishnah Brewer did not daven Mincha early because the Mishnah Brewer says when you come to Shul Erev Shabbos, normally we light Halak Samanera between Mincha Marev. He says, but Erev Shabbos, you can't light between Mincha Marev because there'll be no time. Light before Mincha. Well, I, th- I, th- I thought you davened Mincha at 2.30. That was the other people's Mincha. Ah. See, see, Mishnah Brewer wasn't davening so, uh, so early, even Erev Hanukkah. Why? Because perhaps the Pshad and Erev Hanukkah is not that they made new times for Erev Hanukkah. They, they, uh, they instituted different Zmanim. It's because there's no other way of doing it, Pashat. 
So if that's the case, there's no other. The re- rules and regulations are basically the same. The time and the amount are the same, but since there's no other way of doing it, they allowed you to light menorah early, and that takes on the status of the mitzvah because there's no other way of doing it. But then that doesn't necessarily indicate that not all of this manim got changed. So I could continue to daven mincha at the normal time. I don't have to daven mincha necessarily before halak uh, samenayro. Last thing is Rav Sternbach makes an interesting argument. If that's the pshat, that the reason we light early on Erev Shabbos, the reason why we light early on Erev Shabbos is because there's simply no other way of doing it. I don't have to daven mincha early. Uh, you, know, you can't be yitz with a little shear of shemen. It has to burn. And the normal rules and regulations apply. It's just since there's no other way of doing it, they allowed you to light early Erev Shabbos. So he makes the argument you shouldn't light uh, an hour before Shabbos, even though plaga mincha is usually uh, an hour and a quarter before. He says you should really light at the last, you know, usually it's a rush anyway. Most people don't have this uh, shayla. Shabbos Hanukkah is usually the Erev Shabbos Hanukkah is the rushiest Erev Shabbos of the whole year but he makes the argument you shouldn't light uh, early the whole point is there's no other way of doing it you know you light at the last moment and that takes on the status of the mitzvah to light an hour before he said uh, in Yushalayim this is an issue because they're Makabal Shabbos normally 40 minutes before Shabbos so he argues this Shabbos they shouldn't do that even in Yushalayim they shouldn't do that they should do at minimum a half an hour so, so too, even if a person here wants to be benachas and light uh, early, Erev Shabbos Hanukkah, Sternbach argues, you should really, really try and light uh, closer to Erev Shabbos. Yosef, that that's the way to it, so. But we don't pass it like that. If you, uh, unless you're with the Davin Mincha, I mean, all the Psachim that we have seems to assume that it's not because they shifted the Zmanim on Erev Shabbos, it's because there's simply no other way of doing it. So, and therefore, according to the Rambam, too, any time during the week you want to light from Paga Mincha, you can light from the Paga Mincha. So then, uh, in that case, in Arab Shabbos, you should try and daven uh, later rather well, than early. In my opinion, Tesek HaChavim. Yes. There were Tzadikim who lived before to Chaparai in the opinion of the Rambam. But as we said, it's arguable according to the Rambam nowadays you can light later. So I, I light, try and light Tesek HaChavim. Um, if you're home, and so half an hour. What happens if you're like, at a guest house and Tesek HaChavim like then, or you can light midnight in your house? Oh, you can never light. That's another. You cannot light in the guest house in a house that's not yours. If you're sleeping there, that's your home for the night. That's the wedding gift. But if it's if it's not your house, you can't you can't light in a you can't light in a place that's not your house. How long do the typical candles last? The little ones. I think it depends how many you have. If you have eight, they don't last too long because it gets very hot. If you have one, it probably lasts half an hour. You know, women, my wife likes Medlucka's name. I think the little, the typical Hanukkah candles, if it's just burning one... What about the, oil, the, the teacups with the oil on them? That lasts hours. Yeah. 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 Yeah.